I'm stuck in the chicken coop. Oh man. Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey friends, this is Annette, and this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're gonna talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, Farmily. I hope you're doing so good today. Hello, Jared, my my co-host. Hello, buenos dias. <laughs> Do you speak another language now? Do you hablo español? Oh, okay. That's nice. Jared actually does speak some Spanish. Sí. I feel like you for a while were practicing it more with Ava. And Pero now, mi hija no quiere hablar. Pero ella necesita hablar español. She Pero needs no to habla. speak Spanish. She wants to talk English, but she knows Spanish. So anyways, hello, my Spanish-speaking friend, co-host today. It's nice to have you here. Es una placer. Oh my, keeps going. And that even got more fancy sounding. <laughs> I'm going to sound like, I'm going for my Antonio Banderas <laughs> voice today. Zorro. I am sitting here in the studio with Zorro. Zorro. <laughs> Did you know I named our, that tiny little... Um, Rooster Zorro. I did not know this. <laughs> Stop. But now I know. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that little tiny rooster that doesn't know how to crow. You named like a- him after me. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Esperanza. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is not the direction we were going in. <laughs> Go on and tell our life dream. If you do this whole podcast like this, everyone will stop listening. <laughs> Or they might love it. I don't know. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Would you like to say we're talking about gardening season with that voice? Can you talk about we're going to talk about planting in the garden? Today we will talk about gardening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm Thank sorry. Thank you for listening. It makes me so <laughs> And we're out. Goodbye. Oh, That's it. Man. That's it for this week. No. Okay. All right, are we back? Because I can't, I can't. I mean, I don't want to stop, but I'll stop. Okay, stop, or I'm not going to be able to get through. All right, that's fair. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to talk. That's fine. Um, But we did name our little rooster Zorro, and he's pretty cute. Um, So basically, it is March, which is incredible to believe. The time has just literally flown by. I say it all the time, but it it really is. And that means it is like the time has come. It is crunch time. It is time to really start getting things ready to plant. And what's very interesting about planting is that as much as I would love to just, you know, spontaneously in the moment decide I'm going to plant something and it produce within a few weeks and whatnot, you actually have to plan basically eight, six to eight weeks, sometimes 10 weeks ahead of time of when you actually want to start planting something. So March for us, we are zone 7B. We are in a small little town in Georgia. And it is time to start thinking about what we will grow this summer. What are you most excited about, Jared, eating this summer? Honestly, I think the onions. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. We talked about um, how I went a smidge overkill and ordered almost a thousand onion starts. <laughs> I planted an extra 200 um, well, a couple of days ago up in a few of my dad's garden beds. And he was like, are you going to take up all these garden beds? I'm like, look, we got a lot of onion. 
Okay. And we eat lots of onions. So yes, we're They're planting. They're so good for we're you. We're planting onions everywhere. That's right. It's going to be a plethora of onions. But okay, so onions are a favorite of yours. That's fun. Um, I feel like for me, tomatoes are definitely like the quintessential summer thing. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when you think of summer, it's that yummy, yummy tomato out of the garden. When you think a tomato sandwich with an onion, doesn't get much better than that. Boy, you're really... And a basil, ooh. That's basically, that's like the trio, huh? That is it. That is it. Um, th- that is pretty much um, what all we will be gardening this year. <laughs> that's it. Just pretty tomatoes, much. onions, and, ba- and herbs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, m- many years ago, I forget how many, whenever we moved out here, um, Jared was a bit more of the gardener of the fam, and... You had, I feel, a lot more knowledge on soil and plant health and all these things. I, My experience with gardening, really, I mean, I remember as a child, my dad, we would live in a neighborhood, but he would garden in the backyard, and it was pretty cool. Like, I actually have memories of going out and picking broccoli when we lived in Texas and doing all these things. But it was this thing where, yeah, I liked gardening, but it wasn't maybe a passion of mine. And then when we moved out here, our purpose was we decided we were called to kind of get back to the basics of life, get our hands in the soil, really learn and kind of build our characters by working outside and caring for animals. And so I was super pumped to plant my first seeds. I didn't look at a seed packet. I didn't pay attention to like what time of year I was supposed to do it. I think I went out there and literally threw some beet seeds in the ground, and it was like July. You went after it. Now, (laughs) I did go after it. I don't think I consulted you before I did this. I just remember there was like a little mound on the ground. This is before we had our garden and our raised beds. We had literal like lumps of soil, which is totally fine if you're going to garden that way. Um, But... If you did not know, beets are more of a cool crop. They do best in like spring or fall. They don't do well in high heat. And so my beets did not grow. And I think I did like, I did like all spring stuff. I don't know what I was thinking, honestly, but I was kind of disappointed Mm -hmm. because I thought, well, looky here, I'm supposed to be moving out into the country and I can't even grow beets. So... That was my fault from lack of planning and lack of research searching. So I think if you feel like this is your year, right? 2023 is the year. This is it. You are going to grow. There is a few things you got to kind of plan and know. And right now is the time to start. So it's okay. You're not behind. You're not late. Now is the time to start thinking. So I think the first thing you got to really know and think about is Think about where you live. What growing zone are you? And if you have no clue what that is, just Google it. Growing zone, U.S. hardiness zone. Put in the city you live in, and it will tell you. Right? That's easy. And if you live around the world, all the countries of the world have their own hardiness zones. So you can just look it up. And that will then tell you where you are and what you can or can't plant where you live. Because you know what? I have to admit, I am slightly jealous it's probably not a good sentiment to have of California friends. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Okay. The ones that can walk into their backyard and pick all those fresh lemons and like clementines. Oh, and, look, a grapefruit look at, tree. Look at my, look at my lemon tree. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. 
I'm not jealous. Right. Exactly. Avocados right in your yard. You know, your cousin, your cousin just moved from California, right? Yeah. Back to the South. And I think they had an avocado tree in their yard. It's like, oh, come on. I know. It's amazing. I'm like, what? However, I have found it really cool that I think the foods like you need and the vitamins and minerals your body craves and whatnot are going to be what you can grow in your area. Like if you eat seasonally and grow foods that are for you, where you live, I think you will get what your body needs for where you are. And that's really awesome. But if you don't know where and what to plant, then that's a big thing, right? Okay, so let's assume I get my growing zone. Yeah. And all of my friends tell me, you should grow this. Should okay. I grow that thing? Do you like that thing? Th- why does that matter? Because I feel like, unfortunately, I think, with social media, and I will even say Pinterest, there is a lot where visually you'll look at people's gardens and you think, oh, that looks amazing. I want my garden to look like that. And all of a sudden you're planting things or growing food that you would never eat. And then what's the point? So I think 100% probably after you've decided like what your hardness zone is and where you live and you start deciding what to grow, figure out what do you want to eat? Don't just grow things just because. Now, that can absolutely be fun. And I think if you have the space for it and you have the time and energy to care for other plants that maybe you might not use as much or know as much about, I think we should always be learning and growing and experimenting. However, I do believe the bulk of what you grow should be something that you actively want to eat, whether in real time or whether you want it to be something that you can preserve for later on, you know, later on in the year. So for Jared, it's onions and what else? I mean, I like the tomatoes, but it's like, what's something we planted where it's like, I don't really like this. I mean, for you, I don't know. There's like, you don't like okra. Okra. It's like, man... Jared's like pass, filling up the garden. Pass, (laughs) pass. Like some people love okra, and I will say, if you live in the South and you like okra, grow it. It is, it is hardy. It will withstand, and it's actually really cool because if you grow an okra variety that's an heirloom seed, you can save those seeds and grow it again next year, and it is like they grow tall and strong, and will not die. It's true. So if you're if you're like wanting to grow something where you know you you can get a lot out of it for your bang for your buck, grow okra. But if you don't like to eat it, then don't eat it. Don't grow it. Do you know what I mean? So for us, you know, we've decided you I want to maximize the space we have and use it to the best of our advantage. So for us, we're growing a lot of tomatoes, a lot of onions, a lot of garlic. We'll grow a lot of peppers. Peppers are wonderful um, and easy to store if you freeze them. You can keep them in your freezer. You can use them in recipes later on. And that's a wonderful way to preserve them easily. So I think, you know, corn. We like corn, but we don't eat like tons of it. Your mom does awesome at corn. Yeah, Like like your mom is like a corn expert. I think she Mm -hmm. always grows such delicious corn. And so sometimes also think about it. If maybe... At other members of your family are growing food, you can maybe have 
grow different things, right? So you focus on one thing and they focus on one thing and then you share. I think it's really hard for one farmer or one grower or one home gardener to grow everything you're going to eat. It's really difficult. But if you can maybe plan it out and share and um, get something sourced locally from a farmer's market, that works as well too. But yeah, grow things you want to eat. So, okay, let me take a little tangent here. Go. Um, I think people can go along in life and it's like, oh, well, that's what we do at this age. That's what I should do. And it's not really what you want to do. But it's like, oh, mm. let's take example. Oh, this is when you have kids. Oh, I guess we should have kids. Mm. This is when you're supposed to get married. Oh, so this is when you're supposed to have a house this size, have a boat this size, have a boat at all, whatever it may be. A career. <laughs> and I think a lot of people can get to some stages in life and feel like, oh, I'm overwhelmed why didn't I plan for this, that, or the other? And for me, I think the garden has taught me that whatever your goals are, they are not gotten overnight. So <laughs> right, I'm a big believer, write your goals, but then reverse engineer backwards and say, okay, if that was to be my goal, what are the steps needed daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly to reach that goal? And it's shocking how, you know, detailed the garden is for that. Okay, I want tomatoes in late July. What do I need to do? You back it all off and you're like, oh man, here in March, I need like to be middle planting of March. seeds yeah. to have these tomatoes where if life just takes you wherever it leads you and you're like, oh, well, I was hoping for tomatoes now. I forgot. You know, make the application with anything else. And it's just incremental little baby steps at the end of, if you put those things in place each day, it's like, oh, like healthy habits is a great example. I want to be healthier. Well, that doesn't just happen overnight or in a week. That's little bitty things you do every day that eventually lead to where you want to be. And I think it's the concept, I, I've said it before, dream big, but start small. Yeah. Because if you don't see the vision and you don't plan it out, then you're not going to achieve it, but you have to start small. And I think especially with the garden, when you're going to start, if you've never done it before, or even if you have, start starting smaller scale is much better than trying to do this grand thing and not breaking it down into steps. Because you might get discouraged along the way, or you know, you might not be able to keep up with it or all the things. So definitely, um, I would say look at your, you know, figure out what can you grow where you live. When do you have to start seeds? Most seeds are started six to eight weeks before your last frost date. We live in Georgia. For us, that's mid-April. So it means about eight, six, eight weeks before that is when we really start some of our main like summer seeds. Um, I think for us also, one of the main things, or for anyone, is you know your soil. Mm -hmm. If your soil isn't in good shape or ready to have those seeds, seedlings, whatnot placed in them, you're not going to get the best results. So I would say those are your two main things to focus on. What can you grow? Grow something you really actually want to eat. And then how, how's your soil doing? You know, I feel like you and soil um, go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about soil. You, you, you've always been more, way more about the soil. Um, soil has to have bacteria, just like your stomach. It has to have a good balance, and you got to put stuff in it. You can't just expect soil to just be magical without adding things to it. Um, if you haven't got onto our homegrown platform, we have lots of good videos on 
from how to raise chickens to how to make soil. So yeah, we that's do have a good... And Annette's canning course. That's oh, wow. You're going all out here. Coming out in a week or it so. Is. It is. It is. Um, I did hear something the other day that, that said, um, I thought it was good, dirt and soil are two completely different things. Um, mm-hmm. Dirt is what you make like mud pies with and kick under your feet and you know it's got dust and all these things soil is like a living thing soil is what gives your plants life it's got like organic matter it's got microorganisms it's got all the things so you have to make sure what you place your plants in is that live like awesome thing host (laughs) for the soil (laughs) oh my word i couldn't get it out I wanted to, but I started laughing. Jared. Ah. Jared. Never mind. Keep going. There was a podcast. I don't know when we did it. We were talking about the soil and Jared talking. Somehow Jared went into soil yourself and we just couldn't recover from it. It was too late. And and Jared almost just derailed this again. Right. Thank you for that, Zorro. My pleasure. (laughs) All right. So if you're looking at ways to garden and plant, we will talk a little more about it over the next few weeks because we think it's so important. And we want to encourage you to get out, get in the soil, get your hands in the soil, plant something, do something, start small, dream big, but start small. And hopefully you'll have some great little plants this year and enjoy some harvest that you can uh, enjoy with your family. And that's kind of the whole, the whole goal, just to grow together. So, Thank you for listening. I have nothing. To me and Elena de la Vega. Oh. Wow, you know the names? I just I just looked it up because no. I thought it'd be funny to say. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going to end there because I feel like that's, that's, that's a good ending point. We will be back next week. If you have questions on gardening or any of that, you can always message me. And like Jared said, the homegrown, it's um, livehomegrown.com. It has a full gardening course with so much information to help you get started. So you can look there too. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to peace out. Thank you for listening and always grateful for you. 